Welcome to Torah Imach Anach Yomi with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Pamela Rufka Simonson, and today we will be studying Divrei Hayam in Beis Perak, Beis Chapter Two. Shlomo HaMelech is making preparations for the building of the Beis Hamikdash, the Temple, and he takes a census of the workers. Verse one: Vayispar Shlomo Shivim Elef Ish Sabol. Shlomo counted seventy thousand Ish Sabol, which Metzuros Tzion clarifies is men who carry a load, Ushmanim elef ishchitsev bahar, and 80,000 ishchitsev bahar, meaning men who were stone cutters in the mountains, according to Matsuras Tzion's explanation, Umenatzachim alehem shleishas alofim vashesh meois, and 3,600 menatzachim over them. Ibn Yahya notes that this word menatzachim, is the language of nitsuach, meaning conducting. They were officers over the workers. And it says in Posuk 17 later on, menatzachim laha'avid es ha'om, overseers to make the people work. So there were 3,600 of these overseers. Shlomo HaMelech makes a request to Churom, the king of Tsar, in Pesukim 2 to 9, and we see an exchange of communication between Shlomo and Churom. The last Pesuk in the previous chapter, we learnt from Malbim last time, was in order to contextualise the requests we would be seeing made here in Perak 2 in the lead-up to the building of the Beis Amigdash. The Pasuk there said, Shloma ordered to build a house in the name of Hashem and a house for his kingdom. We learnt from Malbim that David had prepared enough cedar trees and craftsmen for the Beis Amikdash. However, the trees would not be enough for the two buildings. And the number of craftsmen was only enough for building the Beis Hamikdash alone. The palace wasn't built until later in time, but, but it was mentioned at the end of Perak 1 to show why Shlomo was asking for more from Churom in Perak 2. Malbim clarifies the communication found in this Perak between Shlomo and Churom by showing how Divrei Hayomim builds on content found in Sefer Malachim, which we will explore now so that the scene is properly set for us. Malbim teaches that there is mention of a message being sent from Shloma to Churom and a message being sent from Churom to Shloma in Sefer Malachim, but that the wording in the two episodes, Malachim and Divrei Hayomim, is different. Shloma's request and Churom's response are different in the two accounts. Malbim reminds us that Ezra brings new things in Divrei Hayomim. In Sefer Malachim, Churam initiated communication. He sent servants to Shloma because he had heard that Shloma had been anointed as king in his father's place and Churam had always loved David. Malbim explains that Churam was sending a message to Shloma to comfort him and to reinforce with him the covenant and the love. And then Shloma sent a message to Churom, saying that he's going to be building the Beis HaMikdash, and requesting that Churom send him his servants to cut down cedar trees from the forest of Lebanon that is within the border of Eretz Yisrael. The forest was partly in Eretz Yisrael and partly in Lebanon. 
and he said he would pay the workers. So he just asks for workers to cut the trees that are in his own land. We mentioned earlier that David HaMelech had arranged enough trees. Shlomo wasn't asking for trees. Malbim explains that Churam understood from Shlomo's words in the request he sent that in his heart Shlomo wanted more than he was asking for. And Churam then answered him, so this is the third message in the back and forth communication, he answered him that he will send him more than what Shlomo asked for. And he sent him cedar trees from the Lebanon that is within the domain of Tsar, outside of Eretz Yisrael. And this is the point in the communication that we continue from in Divrei Hayamim Beis. This background that we just covered from Melachim brings us to the new information presented by Ezra in our Perak of study in Divrei Hayamim Beis, Perak 2. Ezra informs us that after Shlomo received the answer from, Chir- from Chiram, that is the third communication that we just mentioned, that he would voluntarily give him cedar trees from the part of the Lebanon that is within Chiram's border, then it arose in Shlomo's heart to also build a house for his kingdom, a palace. And then Shlomo requests from Chiram what we see him requesting in the Psukim in Divrei HaYamim Beis here, which was not mentioned in Sefer Malachim. So Shlomo requests more from Churam here in Perak 2 that is not mentioned in Sefer Malachim. The communication here is a continuation from the messages that were sent in Sefer Malachim. And this was why, as Malbim explained, Ezra juxtaposed mention of Shlomo's intention to build the Beis Hamikdash and a palace at the end of the previous Perak, Perak 1, as context for Shlomo's request for more materials from Churam than David HaMelech had already prepared. Just by the way, in Sefer Malachim, King Churam is called Chiram. It's the same person. Shlomo opens his request in Divrei HaYom in Beis, chapter 2, making reference to Khuram's relationship with his father David, stating that he is undertaking the task of building the Beis HaMikdash and mentioning Hashem's greatness and the enormity, therefore, of this project of building a house for Hashem, so to speak. Verse 2, Shloima sent to Khuram, the king of Tsar, saying, as you did with my father David and you sent him cedars, that is, cedars from the domain of Tsar, according to Malbim, to build a house for himself in which to dwell, verse 3, Behold, I am building a house in the name of Hashem, my God, to devote to him. Malbim interprets Shlomo to be saying, if you sent cedars to honour a human king, all the more so that you will send in honour of Hashem. Point to ponder for a moment. Do we step up our investment when it comes to spiritual pursuit? Or... Is that where we cut corners in the absence of the tangible outcomes that are present in more physical endeavour?
Shlomo continues in the Posuk, detailing the service of Hashem that will take place in the temple, burning of incense before Hashem, which Rashi says is a way of giving honor. Masudas David says there is reference in the Posuk to the Lechem Haponim, the showbread that will be there, and the burnt offerings that will be offered daily, morning and evening, and the extra offerings for Shabbos, new moons, and festivals of Hashem. And the Posuk ends, Le'olom Zeus al Yisrael. This will always be upon Yisrael. This is permanent over Yisrael. Ladakh explains this mitzvah, the mitzvah of offerings, karbanas, is always upon the people of Yisrael. It's always an obligation for the Jewish people. And it's not just for a limited period. So I, Shlomo, must build a good, strong house based on Mikdash. Radak then continues with a teaching of Chazal on this Pasuk that this is always on Yisrael, refers to that when Talmidei Chachamim engage in Torah study about the laws of service in the temple, they are considered by the Torah as if the Beis Hamikdash was built in their days. Even in times when there hasn't been a Beis Hamikdash, delving into study of the laws of its service with its beautiful associated outcome has been available. By extension, opportunities for closeness with Hashem surround us regardless of the time period. It is always our duty to work on karbanas, on drawing ourselves closer to our truer selves and on connecting with our maker. Psukim 4 and 5, Vahabayis asher anivoyne gadol. And the house which I am building is great. Ki gadol eleikenu mikol ha'eleihem. Because our God is greater than all gods. And Shlomo continues, And who can gather up strength to build him a house? Because the heavens and the heavens of the heavens cannot contain him. And who am I that I should build him a house except to burn incense before him? Matsudas David interprets Shlomo's words, Even though I am a king, I am like nothing next to Hashem. And the base Hamikdash is not being built to hold Hashem, because that is impossible. No building can contain him. The temple is for the purpose of bringing offerings there, before Hashem. Next, Shlomo makes his requests of Chorom in Pesukim 6 to 8. We learnt the Malbim earlier that this is a new communication from that found in Melachim. And Malbim points out in these Pesukim here that Shlomo requests additional things from what was mentioned previously in Kings. Namely, he asks now for Chorom to send him a wise man to work with gold, with silver, with copper, with iron and with purple crimson and blue yarn, and who knows how to make engravings, to work together with the wise men that he has in Yehuda and in Yerushalayim, whom David his father had prepared. He also asks for cedar wood, cypress wood and Brazil wood. Previously, he only asked for craftsmen to cut the cedars in Eretz Yisrael. Now he asks for cedars from the state of Tsar. And Shlomo asks Choram to prepare abundant timber for him which is more than required for the Beis HaMikdash, he will have it also for the building of his home. Posuk 8 ends with Shlomo saying, 
ki habayis asher anivoyne gadol vahafle. Because the house that I am building is large and wonderful. Malbin posits that he must be referencing his palace here because he's already stated earlier on in Pasuk 4 that the house he is building is great when talking about the Beis Amikdash. So why would he repeat himself here? And the response from Khuram later in Pasuk 11 points to this. Shloma ends his message saying that he will provide the workers who cut the wood with 20,000 kar, a measure of wheat, 20,000 kar of barley, 20,000 baht, a liquid measure of wine, and 20,000 baht of oil. Khuram, king of Tsar, replies in writing to Shloma saying, Pasuk 10, Ba'ahavas Hashem es amai, nason cha'alehem melech. Because of Hashem's love for his people, he made you king over them. And in verse 11, he says, Baruch Hashem elokei Yisrael asher asa es hashamayim ve'es ha'aretz. Blessed is Hashem, God of Yisrael, who made the heavens and the earth. Asher nason ledovid ha'melech bein chochom, yodeya seichel vino, who gave King David a wise son endowed with intelligence and understanding. Asher yivne bayis lahashem uvayis lamalchusay, who will build a house for Hashem and a house for his kingdom. Says Mitzudas David, he is saying that if Shlomo is the builder, then the base Hamikdash and palace will be of the utmost magnificence and beauty. In this posuk, Malbin points out that Khuram shows Shlomo that he understands that it was also in his heart to build a palace, because Shlomo had only hinted at it, but not stated it explicitly. Khuram's message continues in Pesukim 12 to 15. He says, And now, I have sent a wise man endowed with understanding. Based on Rashi on these Pesukim, he was both Khuram's father's wise craftsman and also Khuram's. And the craftsman's mother, a widow at the time, was from the tribe of Don. His father had dwelled in Sur and knew how to work with gold, silver, copper, iron, stones, wood, purple, blue, fine linen, crimson yarn. He knew how to engrave and to devise ideas. Khuram says they will cut as much timber as Shlomo needs from Lebanon and send it as rafts on the Sea of Jaffa from where Shlomo can bring it to Yerushalayim. And he confirms that Shlomo should send the wheat, barley, wine and oil to the servants. Verse 16. And Shlomo counted all the strangers who were in the land of Israel after the census in which his father David had counted them. And they were found to be 153,600. Radak says Shlomo counted again because the number had increased since David's count. This number in Pasuk 16 is the total sum of the breakdown of foreigners listed in Pasuk 17, which is an almost identical repeat of what Pasuk 1 in this chapter said. There were 70,000 who carried loads, 80,000 stonecutters in the mountains, and 3,600 overseers. Why the need to repeat at the end of the Perak what we were told at the start of the Perak? 
Rashi says, because he interrupted the topic. Verses 2 to 15 were about Shlomo and Choram's communication. He's returning to the topic of the counting of the workmen as Shlomo is about to start the building of the Beis HaMikdash in the very next Pasuk, the start of Perak 3. As we depart for now from this Perak, there's a sense of anticipation being on the cusp of the awesome task of the building of the Beis HaMikdash, which will commence in the next verse. Shlomo HaMelech's acknowledgement of Hashem's greatness and of his own smallness next to Hashem, and Churam's acknowledgement of Hashem as the creator and of Hashem's love for his people in giving them Shlomo as king, perhaps can serve as inspiration to us every day as we perform mitzvahs, awesome holy tasks, to remember who it is that we serve, our limitless loving creator. Thank you for studying together Leloi Nishmas Rose Foreman, Razel Rachel Bas Arie Leib, and Rachel Zeitlin Rachel Bas Schlemmer.